fucking Todd over here. Yeah. What's the deal with <laughs> there's Chrome and Fortnite now? What is this? What? Why do? Is the uh, T? Um... Yeah, give me the T, Mike. Give me the T. Robert. Uh... Robert Pattinson. I don't, his... I don't remember his last name anymore. Oh, Robert Pattinson. What... What was the name? What was the model of Terminator robot in the second one? Oh, T one thousand. It actually, I think, is right. Yeah, I thought I thought the T one thousand was Schwarzenegger's in the first one. No, so the T eight sixty six or something, right? Okay, you're talking about two or or one? I'm talking, oh, the I'm liquid talking about guy. Both now, but I want the liquid guy. I want to know the name of the liquid guy's model number. And then yeah, the, yeah he uh, I think is T one thousand. Yeah, Robert Patrick. Yes, that. there it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we're bringing that because it's the probably the greatest action movie of all time. Weren't you asking Terminator if John Wick was like? Yes, hundred percent. It, it's probably number one, if not number two. I put Predator, Terminator Two, above John Wick. Yes, hundred percent. I love John I, Wick. All right, I'm all like, right. I need, I need, I need the panel to weigh in here. What, where we what, it's Dom? Greatest action movie for you? The eight hundred is uh, Arnold. Is okay. I thought he had more numbers at the end, but. Um, T two is is a phenomenal film. It's like the benchmark of like action movies. Like it, like yeah, it's, I I imagine that if I watched it now, it would probably be dated. I don't think it is. I feel like it I came watched ninety two. Yep. Guys, you know every yeah. single time you compliment uh, Terminator two like that, um, James Cameron makes another Avatar movie. I know. I know. Listen, at this point, where then you you thought we were gonna have. Well, yeah. You thought that's we were gonna have fucking to go to Animal Kingdom. He doesn't want to give James Cameron any more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to give him any more money. He's got an inflated ego as it is. No, Mike doesn't like oh, the the, the oh, Bugs Life ride where the ants I run mean, under your butt. He doesn't like. I that would movie. even I would even put Aliens in top tier action movies, even though it's like sci fi horror. But, is uh, Aliens Part Two? Is that the second movie? Aliens yeah. is two. Yeah. yeah, and Alien that's what to call it as well. It's it the same also, director as D two. That was also a great way of doing a sequel naming, and I don't know that yeah. other uh, franchises. I mean, they ruined it with three because it's Alien, Aliens, Alien three. Yeah, right. What, what are you supposed to do, Aliens? <laughs> no, but I mean, like, they, uh... they went back. They went Alien, oh. Aliens, Alien three. Yeah. Pop quiz, who directed oh, Alien Aliens 3? 3? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Who, who directed, who directed Aliens, Aliens 3? 3? Oh, Scott, this. Scott, uh, fucking Ridley what? Scott. Nope. I do no, not David, I do know Was this. it Whedon? It's David Fincher. Okay. Whedon did Wait, so they're all different directors? Isn't it Ridley Scott I, and then Michael fucking Bay? Not Michael Bay, Rid- the other guy. No, Ridley Scott. James yeah, Avatar. <laughs> James, yeah. James, James, <laughs> James Avatar, I love it. Ridley Scott, James Wait, Avatar. It, it, uh, it is James Cameron, right? The next? Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh yes, uh, Slim James. Is that what he says in the movie? What does he say? What does he call it? What does he call a Slim Jim? Yeah, a British think, Slim Jim? I think he calls it his, Slim, James. Wait, Slim James. Who directed True Lies? Was that James Cameron too? Uh, I don't know. A video mind. game? Telling lies? <laughs> um, wait. So Dom, you think? And I mean, everyone's opinion is their opinion. Oh no, it you, is it's Alien Three. Yeah, that's what I said. Alien Three. Yeah, you said Alien Three. Okay. Uh, you think Alien? You think T T two is the best action film? Um, I I I would hate to say that. I don't think like it's off the to- off the top of my head, I would say T two 
Predators. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Predator one, T two, uh, and probably Aliens. Am I like those? And that, there's probably another one I'm forgetting, but those Dominic like aliens. those come like right to the top wait, of like. Up there. Mike, we're no, way in here. It's Hit also me. it's also tough because Predator is like more. I feel like Predator is more of a thriller than it is an action movie. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Aliens is too. I mean, though Aliens yeah. has a lot of action, but have yeah. any Alien, of you watched? Yeah, more than Alien. Have any of you watched Prey yet? Isn't that a Predator yes. movie? Yeah, is it good? That was actually that was really That's good. good. Yeah, it's really good. Is it like? Is it like a, it's a quick watch? So is it? It's part of that universe. Is it like supposed to be sequentially before or after any of that stuff, or is it just like a, a new story? Stuff together, they tie stuff together in it, like but it's like a separate story. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, the, like a prequel, isn't it just because of the time? Yeah, it's like I, it I might be like, it, but like it. Is it like the first time an alien comes? I think I can't remember if it's like the no. Wait, because trying to think. Oh wait, it might I mean, be the first alien. And I mean, as uh, far as called? we know, it's the first. Predator as far as we know, yeah. Is Alien versus Predator a canonical movie in those, in those universes? I don't think so. Are they? AVP. I remember that marketing. Mike, no, that, no, wait, I would never watch here. those movies because they rated them PG-13. I'm like, what? I'm like, you're making it. Todd in his ratings. Todd in his fucking <laughs> ratings. He, he, he won't watch a movie because it's rated PG-13, but he'll play fucking Peppa Pig for achievements. Oh. Fucking scoundrel. Liam's going to be mad if you keep on Scraping the bottom of the barrel. Scraping the bottom of the barrel looking for those numbers. Oh. Mike, way in here. Best action movie, oh, in your so, opinion. No, before I get to the action movie, I just want to go back. Talk to about the, Peppa Pig. I want to talk about Peppa Pig, but also the like naming movies thing, mm-hmm. because they also screwed it up with uh, Now You See Me. They could have done Now You See Me 2, T-O-O. They were like, Now You See Me, number two. There you go. Well, they're doing Now You, now you they're doing See a three. Me 3, right? Yeah, they're doing that. I, they have a director now. I forget who it was. I was going to send it. Actually, they could have said not. Now they they could have said uh, now you see me now you again. Don't. <laughs> or now you don't. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but then they then they can't uh-huh. then they can't make a sequel. Who's the next one? Do oh know, shit! Is it all the same cast? Hold on, I got to add two more movies to this list. I don't know if they're if Die they're Hard because like Die Hard Die Hard's going to be up there, and fucking. Uh, would we consider Gladiator an action movie? Because I feel like that's up there too. But like, I don't know if you can really consider that an action movie. I, I don't think so. No, right? I, I think I would. Yeah, I don't know that I can consider it an action yeah. movie. What? It, what would you consider it? Like a drama? Yeah. Like a, like a, yeah. Like a period piece. Period drama? piece. Kind of. Yeah, I think more on that. Do superhero movies get a thing of their own? I feel like you have to. Yeah, I maybe. I mean, group them together. I mean, I don't know. I thought you were just, I thought you were just kind of a fucking oh, superhero movie, I would argue. Science fiction. Like, yeah. Not like superhero fucking in terms of like MCU, but yeah, like it's, it's you know, a lot of CGI, I would, I think, I would imagine. Terminator 2 had like, is, right. is Black Widow a superhero movie? No, it's just a bad movie. Well, I was going to say, if Black Widow is a superhero movie, then isn't John Wick also a superhero movie? Well, I mean, Sure. No, but yes, also, I mean, John Wick's just a fucking power fantasy. But actually, no, I don't want to boil John Wick down to that. John Wick's more than that. Uh, MCU is like genre. I want to find year ago Brendan clips of him just absolutely shitting on John Wick. <laughs> Do it. I mean, I, I'm, if I'm anything but consistent with how I feel at the time, it, it at shows the time, the power I didn't of want to watch that shit. Shows, John Wick's great. The, That's why I'm fucking say, shocked you're trying to tell me that T2. A movie that I probably never watched since I was a kid 
in a game that I played on the Super Nintendo. The game is fucking... garbage. Don't base anything. That's like my no. I feel like the game that had the Super Scope. I never owned a Super Scope, but someone. Oh yeah, did. the arcade one. I feel the like that's a good game. game. Yeah, so that's a fun game. It's a typical arcade. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I also had an Alien or Aliens. I actually don't know. Let me see if I Google Alien Game Boy. If there are more than one game, I'm sure there are. Oh, I remember playing for some reason. We had an Alien Game Boy game. Maybe it was Alien Three. It seems to be Alien Three. Um, yeah, I think that's the cover I had. Uh, I don't know. I'll watch a video of that game later because I don't remember it being good. But also, why the fuck did we have an Alien Three Game Boy game? Like, I don't know why that was decided to be purchased. I'm pretty sure when I was a kid, the first few. I don't know if we had a Game Boy before. No, I think we had an NES first. But at some point, we got a Game Boy, one Game Boy for the, for everyone. And the games we had were Tetris, of course. I'm pretty sure it came with every Game Boy back then. Um, Alien 3. And then... Let me see if I can pull up the name of this game, because I don't know what the... Alien 3 was the prison, right? Alien 3 was like one alien in the whole movie. I feel like it was just like picking people off one at a time. And like, I think it's a prison. Alien 3 was the prison. Yeah. Yeah. And it ends with. um, Once he falls backwards. Yeah. The. And it leads into 4. The. Covenant. Creature for 4. Resurrection. Resurrection. That's what it's called. Yeah. So the three games we had were Tetris, Alien 3. And play action football. I don't think we got like a Mario game or anything like that until much, much later. So early Game Boy was really fucking crushing it in my house, let me tell you. Anyways, welcome everyone to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games. Actually, time out, Mike, best action movie. You gotta weigh in. You didn't say best anything. Yeah, I don't know. And Dom also didn't really say anything. Trying, he was trying to get out of it. Huh? Dom also one of the Mission Impossible movies. It doesn't really matter. Any one of them. All right, I'll take it. Dom, you also didn't really give an answer. You like, you know, you named some movies that you thought were good, but you didn't well, I, like I throw a stamp the, down. I asked the superhero question because I was going to put Dark Knight as my top action film. No way, really? Yeah. My biggest gripe with that movie, which I think is a masterpiece, is the action. I think the action, minus the car chase scene. Yeah, but if we consider it an action movie, then yeah, it's I get up what there. you're saying. I, like, yeah. I don't know. I think that um, like Nolan does not know how to do like hand-to-hand fighting choreography. Yeah, he like is really I mean, bad at I it. I just also yeah. think Batman's pretty stiff in those like I don't know. I feel like they just they don't really give the actor playing Batman like enough. It's to a work costume with. too. He said he, he said he that's couldn't even saying. move in that costume. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, like I think that's a big part of why some of that stuff. It's like looks just like a fair. spinning elbow. It's like it's what he did like 90 percent of the time was like yeah. spin around and throw an elbow. But... I'll take it, Dark Knight. Uh, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games. And Wait, hold on. Did Mike... Oh, he said Mission Impossible. I thought Mike fucking <laughs> weaseled out of that one again. I thought he deflected it to Dom. I just... I got I got bamboozled the first second. Um, yeah, you're... I don't know. Maybe Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. All right. I'm not a big I'm, indie I'm guy. Still, I'm still mulling stuff over. I'm a Temple of Doom guy. That's my favorite it, indie. It is, is Jaws considered a horror movie? What is that considered? Horror movie. Movie. I mean, that's probably in my top thriller. 10 favorite movies of all time. Jaws, or is, I think so. uh, Jaws is like the ancestor to Alien. Yeah. Interesting. I probably would not like Alien, right? 
Because uh, space jaws. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't even necessarily like. Like, I have seen Jaws a fucking million times. Because it's, I'm pretty sure it's my dad's favorite movie. Um, so we watched it a million times growing up. Um, the thing I don't like about Jaws, but again, I I do have some sort of like I have nostalgia for that movie because I've seen it a million times. So like I have some feelings towards it. But the fact that Jaws is like a real life thing that can fucking happen to you, it's like that disconnect. I fucking hate the water. That's probably, I, I, probably talk, why I fucking hate the water. No, hundred percent. I've talked to Amanda about this. Like that movie changed the way people viewed beaches. It like changed like people's thought process on going into beach water and like it created fears for people that are ongoing to this day. Like obviously like, you know, people aren't afraid of the water now because of Jaws, but like that like started something like huge. And it was actually really bad for sharks. Basically like that was a huge part of it too, because it portrayed all sharks as like horrible, horrible, vicious monsters. And it's, you know, kind of not the case, but yeah, it's wild. That movie fucking. In reality, if I'm getting in the water and any fucking animal of any size comes near me, I'm Bro, good. A, fucking, I'm a good. little tadpole could come near me and I'd fucking yeah. beeline out of that. I'm all water. set. Like, I'm all set. That's why I like pools. That's it. All fucking set. I like the beach when you can see completely through the water. And even then, I'm not going that deep into the water. I'm just hanging out. Like, I'm hanging out. You're, you're getting me waist level and that's the extent of it. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty right? much. Like, sometimes I'll be like, I know when I was a kid, I'd be like fucking diving in fucking lakes in fucking New Hampshire and like all this shit. And I'm like, I would never do this now as an adult. I would, I would never, never do it then. Yeah. Like, there was one <laughs> yeah, time. Worry about those sharks up in lakes in New well, Hampshire. I, yeah, it's well, just no. fucking, I just don't know what's in there. I can't see anything. It's probably like, we don't worry about the giant crocodiles and alligators, though. This is, that's true. Placid. That's true. Lake, fuck Lake Placid. Fuck that shit. It's in New York, Mike. Is that New York? Uh, okay. Yes. I don't know if the movie's in New York, but Lake, there is a Lake Placid in New York. Um. Anyways, I I have to attribute this. This is probably the the first like creative writing thing I ever wrote that I can remember, and it was like I had to have been in like first or third grade or something, and it was called the pink seaweed because I would have recurring nightmares that would go swimming, and the seaweed would like wrap around me and pull me into the fucking bottom oh, and have, drown me. Like, no, that's where my brain's at. Your parents probably watched Freak Show in front of you or something, because there's like a... Did you guys ever watch the Freak Show? Like, the like short stories where like... Is that like Tales from the Crypt? You're talking about. It's kind of, yes, but it's like, it's they're in a lake, and there's this like blob of like, it looks like seaweed over the lake, and it keeps on eating people. And at like the very end, this dude outswims it, and he's on like the beach. It's like, I beat you, I beat you. And then it just comes over and unwraps him and like sucks him in. So it's like, I'm like, I'm almost... It was very popular back then, so... This is why I, like, I, I don't know. Like, anyways, we're we're going on like a million <laughs> fucking tangents right now. We haven't talked about this movie yet. Uh, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we talk about eight million things in the in the fucking front of the show. Uh, either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host Brendan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Saturday evening is the anime senpai himself. Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, you know. Feel that? I feel that. I almost wore a pa- my PAX hoodie tonight. I'm, I'm thankful I pivoted last minute through this on because we would have been fucking matching. Yeah, we'll have to take this thing off and then I just sit chilly in my room. Be a whole to do. Be a whole to do. It is fucking chilly. I, I, yeah. I, I, I said to Jen. I'm my window. Oh, my window's open. I have my AC on right now. 
Oh, I, I said to Jen, I was like, when is it? When is it? Can I take the windows out of the AC? When can I take the AC out of the windows? Like, I'm done. These need to go in the basement. Fucking that's uh, it. Yeah. Um. Anyways, also joining us this evening is the fucking Fortnite. Fucking, I don't even know what to call Todd anymore. I don't know. He's like the he's the bone bone saw daddy. What, what was that game? What's that game you want to play? Bone, <laughs> bone, 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 bone works. Bone works. <laughs> what did you think I said? Like, I said I called you the bone saw daddy. I don't know. I was like, wait, what is bone that saw. game I'm playing? I didn't know if it was like a game I was playing right now. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll take no, it. Bone works. Then you say you're gonna buy the, that. The Peppa Pig Poppy. Yeah, the Peppa um, yeah. Pig Poppy. There you go. There he is. The fucking um, no, I'm, the I'm bluey bad play. boy. Yeah, the bluey. <laughs> I'm actually, it's. I'm gonna buy that Boneworks because when Mike sent that to me, he's like, "Oh, that's like that's uh, what's it called? Boneworks Lab yeah, at Home, or, <laughs> yeah, whatever." Don't lie. Uh, I'm like, yeah, it's but yeah, we have at home. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's supposed to be like it's from those guys, so it's just fucking a new thing they put out. Okay. Gonna get it. Gonna pick it up. I had me worried. I'm like, did I buy Boneworks at some point? I need to double check. No, go. it's not on Quest unless you bought it on PC. No, I would have. I would have bought it on Steam and then. I can play yeah, my Mike, Steam games on my Google Mike's, Mike's a real hardcore VR gamer. Uh, For real. Rounding us out tonight is the Disney daddy himself, Dominic 40. Dom, how are you doing tonight? Oh, he's frozen. He lost him. No, he's, 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 not, he's here. <laughs> uh, damn, he's the, he's the level 40-40 tonight. That's who he is. Apparently too much of Fortnite. I eat too many Fortnite. I eat too many Fortnite. Um, before we get into tonight's episode, which is, of course, the end of the month, so it is a PTC Movie Club episode. Well, I guess technically it's the first of the month, but it's the last episode of our September uh, run of shows, so you are getting our PTC Movie Club for September today. But before we get into that, a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, this episode, of course, sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty for in the Salem, Massachusetts area. On a Thursday, nope, on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening, want yourself something hot, something tasty, something fresh out of the oven. Make sure to, ha- first of all, make sure if you're coming to Salem at all during October, you're tipping your wait staff, you're tipping your bartenders, you're being kind and courteous to the people around you because this place gets absolutely bonkers during this month. Um, but you should also head down to Goodnight Fatty. Uh, educate yourself on these tasty treats if you're unaware of what they are by going to at Goodnight Fatty on social media. Let me tell you, your eyes will be watering and your belly will be happy when you get down there. Because you'll be looking at the pictures, Dom. Your eyes will be watering, not your mouth. Well, I mean, your mouth too, but like your eyes will be watering because you'll be like, oh my God, these are glorious. These fatties, I need them. Uh, anyways, check them out. They're great people. They're doing great things and they're making tasty treats just for you on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening. Uh, also, I was on the Game Informer show this week, so make sure to check out episode, I believe it is 623, whatever the most recent episode is of the Game Informer show. I was over there. A uh, friend of the program, Alex Van Aken, had me come on down with uh, Wesley LeBlanc, and we talked about E3 coming back next year, Shovel Knight dig review, and a few uh, Last of Us sh- uh, show trailer teaser that came out. A few other things. It was a good time. I'm very happy and thankful that they invited me on the Game of Former show, so make sure to go check that out wherever you listen to us or wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, show them some love. Show them some support because they're great people doing great things. Um, I think that's all we got for housekeeping. Unless, Dom, you want to reveal what your October picks are. 
picks, I, I, pre- I preemptively put an S because Dom likes to <laughs> yeah, sneak in. Like, it's oh, fucking, it's a, uh, it's fucking it's a creature it's... double feature. See, he's always oh he's got something God. ready to go. Do you do you have your pick locked in? Mm, I might. All right, all right. We'll save it for the end then. That'll be the end of the show. If you're if you want to know what October's movie pick is and don't want to wait, uh, actually you have to wait if you're watching or listening. So you have to wait, but. You could get that reveal at the end of the show. But before we get right into this movie, this is your last chance to back out, to bow out. If you have not watched The Fundamentals of Caring uh, and don't want that movie spoiled in any regard, because we're going to talk about that movie with the chains off. There will be no uh, nothing off limits here. So if you have not watched the film yet and you want to hear us talk limits, about it. Nothing off limits, huh? Yeah, nothing off limits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love how like Dom like was bent down looking at something and then he like poked his head up to say that very, uh, very mysterious, but yes, we will be chatting about that film with, uh, you know, no regard for spoilers or anything like that. So if you do want to watch the film, make sure to turn off this podcast now. All right. So as we start off all of these episodes, uh, with, with, uh, movie club pick, we'll go over some of the, some of the. Stats, some of the things. I mean, those stats, the, baby. With this, with this being a Netflix movie, I could not find a way to tell, like, how it's, uh, like, I don't. Does Netflix not release any sort of numbers or anything? I'm assuming they don't. Oh yeah, no, I just, don't know. They just tell you when it's doing well. Gotcha. Yeah, they say, like, so, oh yeah, yeah there's no box office or anything. Like, they don't uh, give me numbers, and they just yeah. Say, like, yeah, people watched it. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't think there's really a way, at least for us to get like legit, you know, kind of reporting about, you know, it did this. But I am actually trying to see if there is a way for me to see the budget because I don't have that number in front of me. So maybe we'll just it do a little. Can't be, it can't be high. Um, yeah. It was I a guess... very. It was a very small cast, and yes, they paid for essentially one and a half actors. Um, production. Let's see two, here. Uh, two actors. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what the. I don't know. Is Selena Gomez really an actor? I'm sure it wasn't cheap to have Selena Gomez on? in the movie. I think like when that movie came out, that was like she one was of on the TV. Version. Yeah. Yeah, huh? but this was. This is this was 2016. So well, yeah, it came like, out well, 2016. On... Or, she was yeah. on Wizards of Waverly Place. I think so. But I would have to imagine once you have that Disney base, it's not just like you can throw me yeah. at anything. Um, though I will say, yeah, I'm not like cool. super familiar. Actually, I let me pull that up. I'm not super familiar with Selena Gomez's like IMDb specifically. Um, so I don't know on, like uh, how many murders. Well, I know that. Because I watched that on, show. She but... was on Wizards of Waverly Place. She was I don't on. Know. Didn't that have she was spell? on another two-person cast, wasn't she? Huh? Lena Gomez. Did no did, one... Didn't it have a spinoff, or does or was it the spinoff? Wizards of Waverly Place. What the fuck is Wizards of Waverly Place? That was a Disney show. That was on in 2012. She was on things before that. Uh, the Muppets. Apparently, she was in something with the Muppets. Uh, I'm not going to scroll further past below that, but above that. We have things, um, Spring Breakers. She was in. She Wait, was she in was that? in that. She, she was, was in Spring in Breakers that. with 
in 2012. She was in Hotel Transylvania. I don't know how big that role was. You know who else uh, is in that film? Steve Adam Crow. Sandler. Adam oh, Sandler. Adam Sandler. <laughs> uh, Sandman himself. Aftershock. I don't know if that's anything. Uh, the Wizard's know. Return, which seems to be a TV movie about that show. Wizards of Waverly Place. Uh, a bunch of music videos. Getaway. She was the kid. I don't know what any of that means. I don't know what getaway is. Uh, rudderless. Behaving Badly. More music videos. Behaving Badly sounds familiar, but I don't know why. You pull it up. Let's see what we got. Behaving Badly. Uh, Matt Wolf, Selena Gomez, Mary, Mary Louise Parker, Elizabeth Shue. How is Selena Girl, Gomez? Several bad choices. How is Selena Gomez in Only Murders in the Building? She's fine. I mean, that I think that show is like on the backs of, uh, yeah, of course. I'm Steve just Martin and, and Martin Short. Um, but she's good. I think in she's it. a, I think she's a bad actress, at least in this movie that we watched. Um, she's fine. Yeah, she's fine, and I think she's fine in the show. She's good at like being the kind of thing between Steve Martin and Martin Short in the show. Like she's good at being that middle person. Uh kind of wrangling them up a little bit. Um, Fundamentals of Caring, Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising. Uh, she was in that. Uh, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. The Sandman no, himself. Uh, what's, her, what's her name? Beanie Franco. No. Uh, Beanie uh, Fieldstein. Beanie Fieldstein. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it seems like I don't know she was in Spy Kids 3. Is that a big deal? Oh, right shit. Ooh. A huge deal. Um, so it seems like after Wizards of Waverly, Waverly Place, I mean, I don't, she's, from what I understand, like very popular musician. So, I mean, again, I would imagine her like music career. For Selena. I feel is like her though? music career. Is she? Todd, just because she's not Taylor Swift doesn't mean there aren't Whoa, other pop stars. I don't, that's like, listen, there's plenty of pop stars out there. I couldn't I, even fucking tell you the two one. of them like really good friends. Yeah. And, I feel like Selena guys, Gomez you, is, is like a, was a pretty name, big pop name star. Selena Gomez song. I didn't say like, I know what? any of them. No, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying sure. in general. Like, because I feel like all no, you I can can't do even name. I can't even I, tell me the name of Taylor Swift song. Oh, I break think it off. That That's now. the only thing he, I can do. Yes, yes. He's even trying to get that wrong on purpose. Uh, no, but like, uh, oh, I just shake don't it think, off. <laughs> right? um, I just don't think I've ever heard of a song of hers. I'm sure that she has plenty that were like did well. Oh, but I forgot like, about the dead don't die. She was yeah. in that too. Yeah, I forgot that that if what Todd doesn't know something or it's not relevant to Todd, it's like it can't have meaning outside of that. It can't be. It can't be relevant. It can't be popular. It can't be worth money. I was simply trying to make the point that I I feel like her price tag for the film is probably not as low as we think it is but again maybe at this point she's not doing a lot of i would argue this is a little bit more of a serious movie even though it is a comedy um you know it was also an independent film it was at sundance before it got picked up by netflix so you know or could have just been a meaningful project that she wanted to work on i have no idea um anyways we went down it a tangent as we tend to do so we can't do that i can't even find the budget for the film so forget that we'll just go to the to the next which is usually uh the critic score so mike what do we think tomato meter audience meter what are we thinking yeah say say 80s across the board okay you're gonna go hard 80 on both yeah i don't really feel like putting that much more thought into it todd where you said uh Hmm. I'll say like 70 for critic and then for user I'll say like 85 
Okay. Okay. Dom, where you hit, where you landing here? Mike said eighties across the board. Yes. Yeah. Todd said seven. Todd said seventy and eighty-five. I'm gonna go. He's gonna split the dip. I'm gonna go seventy-five across the board. <laughs> All right. Like well, it. Dom is the closest tomato meter with a seventy-seven, but Mike is the closest audience score at an eighty-three. Mm. No, I'm closer. I said eighty-five. Oh, that's right. He's closer by by one. Get out of here, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Todd really wanted to make sure that he won the fake points. He wanted to make sure he won the uh, the whose lines at anyway points on that question. I wish he had that much fucking emphasis on points when we were playing the real fucking point games. Yo, yo, I'm calling you out. Uh, I mean, listen, it's not ain't my points. Ain't my points. I'm not playing for stumps. I am not playing for stumps. I've been re I've been rewatching. I think you should leave. And I don't know. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, Steve. But anyways, so with those things out of the way, overall, how did everyone feel about the film? Some general. All right. What 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 did it what what was it not doing for you, Mike? Uh, emotionally, I didn't super connect to it, and then it also wasn't super funny. If that was its second, if it was trying to be a drama and a comedy. Um, I wasn't feeling the comedy, and you know, drama is whatever to me most of the time, anyway. So yeah, that's fair. What about you guys? It's a movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, it's funny because like I really connected with the first like the first half hour of this movie. Um, I really I was really digging that. I liked the chemistry between um two main characters and then as soon as selena gomez came into the movie and it's not her that made the movie bad but like i feel like it fucking unraveled and like i i don't know it felt weird it got very like cliche and like towards the i was like i thought the first 40 minutes so were great i'm like i was really impressed with the movie i'm like oh this is definitely a movie i'm like totally getting into right now and then yeah and then like the second half of the movie did not work for me at all I'm I'm kind of in the same boat with you. I like I think the movie does a lot of things really well that aren't necessarily about the movie itself. Like I think it I think it handles certain topics very well within the film. Obviously the movie is about uh you know Paul Rudd is a is a caretaker for uh I forget the main, the I forget the main character's name. Um Trevor. Trevor. He's ben? he's a caretaker. Ben is Paul Rudd. Uh, ben is care. Paul Rudd is caretaker for Trevor. So Ben is the caretaker for Trevor, who has must muscular dystrophy. Um, which I think it handles a lot of that stuff very well and kind of grounded. Like there's a lot of moments and a lot of dialogue in the movie that definitely feel grounded to me, um, which I did appreciate. Um, but I kind of agree with Todd that like I don't think I knew Selena Gomez was in the movie up to this. And it's again, not even about her, but once it started introducing these other characters, I felt zero, like zero interest. It wasn't zero interest. It no, was not yet. Of, like, I, it was just I more just of like, like where's the movie trying to take me? Like, where is it yes. trying to go? And it felt like it was like happening. Everything was happening so quick that it was really hard to connect with what was happening. Cause I felt like the first 45, first like 40 minutes, like I was like really connecting to, you know, Trevor being this like guy that like no one wants to fucking take care of. And, and then, you know, there's that backstory of how, you know, uh, 
Paul Rudd loses his child and, you know, stuff like that. But you don't know what's going on. But, man, when I tell you, when they were giving – when that pregnancy thing happened and the giving birth, that shit was just fucking so – like, that lost me. Like, that, like, almost ruined the movie for me. I'm like – and, like, the flashbacks of his kid, that did not work for me at all. And the fact that he's just delivering a fucking baby down there and it, it was just – and he's the only one helping. Like, it's like – he's, yeah. like, literally – like, I was just like, what is happening? Like, where it, did this movie no, like, go it, wrong? It, like, it seemed – I got the understanding that, like – Okay, we're all unequipped for giving birth to a child. Of course, but it it fell upon Paul Rudd to like take the reins, even though he was equally like. That was their way to tie in the son. Like, well, yeah. it, well, yeah. it was it was also weird because it seemed like the even the the onlookers, the other people in that crowd were like. He was like, "Oh, someone needs to call nine one one. What should we do? Someone needs to call. Like, why was no I, one already calling nine one one? It's I like, think I, right. I, I remember when some when he said that. that was the, he, yeah. I hear someone in the background going, "We we, we already, already did." did. Someone, oh, okay. Someone when he runs down, when he runs down, everyone is just mulling about themselves, saying, <laughs> right. "Is anyone a doctor?" <laughs> That's like yes. all you hear. There's you like a bunch of people all saying, "Is anyone a doctor? Is this guy a doctor?" That's what they say when Paul Rudd runs up. She didn't look pregnant either, though. Like when I like when they showed oh, her belly, no, it was like 100%. a very. When when she was on the side of the road, I was like, okay, because at first oh, when she was on the side of the road, I was like, all right, what are they introducing here? Is this going to be like, like I felt I'm being, like being honest, I a hundred percent thought she was going to rob them and me and too. Leave them. Same, hundred percent. I, I yeah. thought initially it was going to be that, and then like the way that Trevor is like constantly fucking with Paul Rudd's character, like yeah. pretending to show all these things. Like I was not necessarily expecting Paul Rudd to be doing that in that scene in the hotel room. I thought like yeah. when it was the medicine that was missing, I was like, Oh, maybe one of the other characters as with them took the pills. Oh, I knew he was thinking it was something him. else. I was like, yeah, I, I just assumed I was like, Oh, he's definitely just fucking with him right now. Uh, this movie was like, not going to give you any like, it, it, the movie very, played it very safe with like the kid. Like they didn't make you they like even with like the the end with the girl being pregnant. I feel like they wanted you to think it was Trevor, of course. But like, oh, it's actually, they one hundred percent kept trying to yeah, like because yeah, yeah. like, like I I would argue that the like the the scene in the car when he's pretending to choke went on a little too long. I was like, mm, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yes, they, I feel like they kept trying to try to subvert your expectation yeah. or play play into your expectation. Maybe I don't know. Um, but yeah, I I think the second half of the movie definitely had dipped a lot lower for me and had you know it still had some moments, but I think it 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 definitely the beginning of the film was a little bit stronger. Especially again as we pick up Selena Gomez's character, then we pick up the pregnant lady. In my head, I'm like, all right, where is this movie building to? Because the and movie... then it all comes. Like, it all happens so quick after that, though, too. So yes. like, you don't even get time to know the like. There's like a teeny pregnant that scene with the pregnant lady when he's watching the date, basically, and it was like a, like a twenty second scene, and then like that's like really the only interaction they have with her. Yeah, which besides the I, car, I don't really know if I like. Like, I like that. I definitely enjoy that scene prior to her showing up. I don't know how I feel about some. I I kind of agree with Todd. I feel like they're trying to make a point. That maybe like Paul Rudd's character. So, so this movie oh, is based on a book, and my yes. guess is that the characters are better developed in the book. Yeah. Probably. Um. So here's what I'll say. So, so Jen is disabled because she has MG. She she you know has her disabilities, and one of the things that people who you know get disabilities 
have to do in their life or, you know, mostly do. One of the things that most people with disabilities do in their life is they have to kind of grieve life prior to that. Um, you know, having to give up things, things are different, you know, whatever it may be. You that there is a grieving process. And in this movie, Paul Rudd clearly is still grappling and grieving the loss of his son. That's probably why he won't get divorced from his wife. Like he won't sign the papers. I'm assuming is tied to the kid, not to like, yeah. he wants to be with his wife. He just, he, he hasn't made, had that closure yet. Um, and I feel like they, I feel like the way that they portrayed Trevor or the way that Trevor, the actor playing Trevor portrays that character is very grounded in realism where like you don't really know if that character is grieving or dealing with personal things. You you get glimpses of it, you get a little bit of it, but it's very guarded by his jokes, by his, you know, asshole-ish behavior. Um but I feel like when you get his kind of I don't want to say reconciliations, but when you get the moments of him getting to experience certain things or do things, it feels earned and it doesn't feel out of place. But I, I agree with Todd where it's like, I get the point they were trying to, there's a very heavy handed point when he's like birthing the kid that this is supposed to be like Paul Rudd, you know, coming to terms with his own child, like child situation and, I don't know. It doesn't. It didn't feel as earned to me. I guess in that. Scene. I think the same thing with the father. The father didn't feel earned to me either. That whole scene just didn't no, work. It was kind of. It was kind of weird. Like I. I did. I didn't hate. The I thought he was going to be like not his father. It, it seemed like it was going to be something where like do they have the wrong guy right now. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. It just didn't, like I, I didn't know what. Was... I did like the curveball of Bobby Cannavale, who is like, you know, Paul Rudd thinks it's. You know, his wife, it, Paul, yeah. then Paul Rudd thinks it's fucking Trevor's mom. And then it's like, who the fuck, like, who the fuck are you? And then, you, you know, it's not like this big twist, but it, I think, you know, that was a good little, I enjoyed that. But again, I kind of agree with you. It didn't like, it just feel rushed at the end. It felt like some of these plot threads, uh, kind of just like are there for whatever. And then kind of just like as plot devices and then just tie themselves up. I know this isn't super important, but the mother's living with Trevor. She mm-hmm. sees him all the time. She must be aware that he's not opening these letters. Why are you still faking writing letters from the right. <laughs> Uh How would she know? She's, she's, clear, she's clearly a horrible time. mother. She, like, she doesn't let him go out. She won't even try to take him outside. I don't, she I don't, fucking... I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I I know she's that. like, you know. Fucking out here, like, you know, writing fake letters, even when the son's like, how old is he in this movie? 18, 20? Like, does it say how old he is in this? It wasn't clear. I mean, at the end of the the movie, movie. at the end of the movie, when Paul Rudd pretend, like, they do that one last curveball of, like, what is Paul writing, a story or not? And it's like, oh, he's dead. But it was just a joke, because that's what he does. He's a 21st birthday. But, like, so his character... There's like no signs that he's like this smart, creative writer just off of like the dialogue he has in this movie. Like he just doesn't come across as someone like who's I don't know. It just I feel like the whole writing thing is like a kind of like 
something it's, just like a throwaway thing that they it, didn't it need is, to even put in there. It is kind of a weird thing to put in. The only thing I can think of, so I did a little bit of reading on just like, is this based on a true story? Which it is it is not really based on a true story. Um, but it is based on it is inspired by a real life tragedy that the author of the book went through. And I'll just read what what he had written in like a kind of an anecdote for the for the movie. Uh, so according to an essay that Evison, who's the author, uh, wrote for Amazon, the, uh, the book is called the revised fundamentals of caring is inspired by in part by a real life tragedy that damaged his only family forever. When he was a child, his 16 year old sister was killed in an accident while away with some friends. He, and he said to this day, my family is still feeling the shockwaves. I'm still walking around with this sister shaped hole in my heart. The plot of this film and book may not resemble the author's own experience, but the themes of hope, persistence, and healing certainly do. Uh, he writes, This book represents nothing less than an emotional catharsis for its author. I wrote this book because I needed to. The, the novel is about the imperative of getting in that van because you have no choice but to push yourself and drive on and driving in the face of life's terrible surprises. It's about the people and the things you gather along the road back to humanity. Uh, so like... It sounds like Paul Rudd's character is supposed to be like the author, kind of, maybe. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's just maybe that is the only reason why Paul Rudd's character is an author. Like that that's just it, which, you know, take it or leave it. That's just I think that's probably the reason why Paul Rudd's character is that. I, but I agree with you. I don't really think it adds anything to the movie. I'm surprised the movie reviewed that well for critics. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't again. I don't think it was a bad movie. I I don't. It's I'd like say not, it's like a solid like six point five seven out of ten. Like it's not like a horrible movie. Yeah, it's so it's like I, I think. And again, I haven't read any critic reviews, but I think where it probably maybe gained some points is I, I I do think it does tackle certain themes about uh you know the disabled community and maybe just trauma in general in good ways. But I just don't think it's necessarily like. The whole beginning of the movie, mother's very protective, you know, for obvious reasons, very involved. Even when it's like, hey, we're going to go on a road trip. Hey, you're going to be in Georgia for two weeks. There's like no scenes with the mother. There's no phone call. I was just going to say that. There's nothing about that. And and in my head, I'm like, there's no fucking way that that character is not interacting with them in any way she's she's done after that first 30 minutes there's yeah. first like 35 40, yeah like the, and I, it's, it sucks because i thought the first like 40 minutes were very strong in this movie yeah. i really thought i was like really into it yeah like i don't know i i don't think it was a bad movie i just think that no. it it definitely never yeah i mean i probably honestly won't either and it's i think just because it's it's kind of just a I don't want to say messy story, but it kind of just like throws a lot of little plot threads towards you, like the middle towards the end. And then, I mean, it still resolves them, but it almost mm-hmm. feels like what was the point of introducing some of these people into the story? Like it could have just been a movie about Paul Rudd and Ben and Trevor, you know, going on this journey together. And, you know, then going back, it didn't need yeah. to necessarily introduce, like, I don't, I personally don't care that Selena Gomez's character 
made amends with her dad. No. Like, that doesn't matter to me. And I definitely don't really care at all about the pregnant lady. She, her, no. her, her whole purpose of the movie is to just be some sort of plot device to help Paul Rudd's character get over his trauma. That's all she you, exists for. You know what the problem is? Too? Yeah, you know what the problem is, too, that I had is that, like, with, like, the, like the traumas and everything in the movie, it's, uh, I felt like um, there was no conflict between Paul Rudd and Trevor. Like everything just worked out pretty decently for the most part. Like you know, like he they acted like he was going to be this crazy horrible person, and he like liked Paul Rudd right out the gate. You know, like so like I like I felt like every time they faked something, I'm like, oh, this is a joke. They're faking this. It wasn't like you know when he's choking, I'm like, okay, he's not choking. When yeah. Paul Rudd did his thing with the pills, I'm like, he has the pills. So I'm like, he's, yeah. he's like there was really no conflict between them, which I don't think you necessarily need, but I just I just thought it was weird because they made him seem like he was like this nightmarish kid. And uh, yeah, he was just, he seemed like just misunderstood, but like he didn't seem nightmarish from the second Paul Rudd met him, you know, like yeah. it was just like saying like, guess a number like, oh, is that why he's bad? Because like, he's fucking just doing something yeah. like he's annoying. Is he just annoying or is he like, I think the movie's main plot lines are Ben, Paul Rudd's character trying to deal with his his you know trauma and then trevor who i don't think is trying to deal with his trauma necessarily like i don't think he's trying to deal with his ms or not ms uh, mus muscular dystrophy i don't think he's trying well, to lack of living his life you know it's like yeah i just i think it's more of like like and I, again, with, with Jen's health, some of this stuff does ring a little close home to me. It's, you know, when you are in that situation, when you have, you know, these types of disabilities, you are robbed of something. Sometimes in a lot of scenarios, you're robbed of things that literally every other able-bodied person takes for granted. Like his, his plot line, his main plot line is, he wants to st he wants to stand up and take a piss like that's that would make him you know it, when Paul Rudd asked him at the beginning like towards the beginning of the movie what would you like what was the first thing you do if you you know were I don't know I don't know exactly what he says he doesn't say if you were normal I think he, he says like up, yeah if you woke, if you woke up, up tomorrow and, not like yeah. this or something like yeah that. if you woke up tomorrow not like this or whatever he said he said I would stand up and pee and I like that plot line and that being kind of like even though the end of it is very kind of ridiculous where it's like, why is he talking to the fucking ambulance to do this? Like right. it's whatever. It's not like it's ridiculous. I don't think they needed to show people at the bottom of the pit looking up like, Oh, is that guy peeing? Like they didn't <laughs> need to do that. Um, but like, I, I, I appreciate and I understand that specific like plot message of like, Hey, you know, it's sometimes these little things that, you know, can be, inconsequential to somebody who doesn't have to worry about that but for somebody who does have a disability that is like a thing that just a what you would consider a you know a everyday thing that you do to be something of importance um i will say uh, i'm looking at my notes here that i took while i was watching the movie When, like, Selena Gomez's character shows up, like, her 
her kind of like running joke is calling the two of them perverts. And at the end of the movie, or towards the end when she's saying goodbye to them, and yeah. she said, and they says, like, we all keep in touch. And it yeah, <laughs> and it pans the fucking Bobby Cannavale. I'm just like, that was that was like, that was maybe the best joke for me in the movie was that. And it was not like a laugh out loud joke. It was just like, OK, that's like dialogue that feels real coming from that character based on how that character has been the whole movie. And then Bobby Cannavale just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, why the are you whole- talking to my daughter like that? I thought the, the, whole t- the cow scene was pretty good too, where he like forces them to carry him upstairs, and then they like are literally just standing there for a second, and they look at each other and they're like, "You're all right, I'm you're good. all good." <laughs> well, when when he was like, um, when he was doing like a bite of the James, I'm like, all I thought of was slapping the bass. You know, yeah. like I was like, it was like the bite same. of the James was a good. That was a good scene. That was, was good, one though. of the funnier scenes in the, in the movie too. I I will say now that I'm kind of thinking about it and thinking about the overall plot thread being. You know something, something as you know, something as simple as taking a piss standing up. Um, the movie does a lot of things, but I just don't necessarily think they all mesh well. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it does. It has like a I lot of real, ideas. And... I just really think it would have been a better movie if they didn't include the Selena Gomez aspects and the pregnant woman's aspect. I yeah, think I they could have road trip told the same story. Yeah, like yeah, because it like it took the focus off of the dynamic of those two characters that I yeah. really liked, and then all of a sudden it really wasn't like about them as much anymore, and it just yeah, I mean it was, but like it, it lost focus of what it was about, you know? Yeah, it like, became less it, it became less personal, you know, like and it, it became more of like this kind of like we just got to figure out some plot points to fucking make this thing working. Yeah, close some wonder if the book like develops the other characters and it's right. possible, yeah. They were like, I don't know, necessary to get to where the story ends. Mm. Yeah, like, I, like I think, I think for the most part, Selena Gomez's character sort of introduces like this love angle for for Trevor, which I understand maybe the point they're trying to make or like what they're trying to do with that. But I feel like they could have made that same sort of point with Trevor's dad with like, you know, you, you maybe not, maybe not the same. Cause it's not the same type of love, obviously like romantic love versus like parental love. Um, no, I think the other thing was that like when the, we first meet him, he's like, uh, look at this hot chick. Like, oh, I'd that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, her. Yeah. And then like, yeah, I want to get a blowjob from Katy Perry. And then by the end he's like, no, this is like, this is what I was like missing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's yeah. evolved from like that, like carnal lust love. To, like, yeah. 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 That makes sense. Um, I don't know. That's, that's kind of where I'm at. I, I don't think it was a bad movie. I'm glad I watched it. Um, but yeah, the chemistry I, between Paul Rudd and the actor that plays Trevor, whose name I don't know. Um, uh, right here. It was, is... it was like really good. Like, Craig Roberts. Yes, Craig Roberts. It it was um, good. Yeah. I I will say a little disappointing that uh Craig or the the person they chose to play Trevor was not actually disabled. Um feel like they could have maybe cast out, even though I think Craig Roberts does a great job in the movie. Just, you know, could have been I I get cast. that argument, but I just don't I don't know. Um like 
because he's in like a lot of independent movies that guy and like i feel like uh i don't know i i, I honestly don't know of any actors with is it ms muscular dystrophy muscular dystrophy. Uh, mus- uh, um, md so it's like i don't know You got to get like people in there to like sell a movie. Like you know, I've always I always see complaints about I mean, a lot I don't of know that if stuff. You're selling the movie on Craig Roberts? No, definitely. I think not. you're selling this movie like, on Paul. Rudd. I don't think you're selling this movie in general. I mean, I don't know if like no, I'm I'm sure this is a very you know more of a niche film. I don't think this is like getting wide like distribution. I mean, it's on Netflix, so it's at least getting into you know millions of homes potentially. But I don't think it's necessarily doing doing the numbers for comparatively to other things any other final thoughts on the fundamentals of caring mm, no 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 Dom anything mm, no I don't have anything else yeah I don't think it was bad. I just, again, you know, could have, could have been a little bit better, I think, but I think overall it was fine. Um, so that'll bring us to Dom's picks for October. Clara? We think it now. I want to know what Todd thinks my picks are. Oh, that's true. Uh, Careful what you say here, Todd, because you could have weird last-minute swaying. I'll I'll write them down. I'm going to write them down, and then you can pick your pick. So I'll just let you know what I picked after. All right, Mike, you get a pen. Write your pick. Do you already know what it is, Mike? No. All right, write your ears down. What do you think it's going to be? I've got no guesses. I don't don't know what the fuck this kid's doing. What do you think it's going to be, Mike? Write it down, write it down, write it down. I got one more. Wait, why am I blanking right now? I can't remember the name of the movie. What's a good Halloween musical? Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> that it's fucking fucking musical. Been so long. I don't Wait, know. I get it. What was the last pick that Don had? The, the... oh, are you watching uh, Sweeney Todd? <laughs> That's one of my picks. Reveal, Don. Reveal. Um, I think you have all seen Rocky Horror by now, so I was going I to pick not. that. But that was my other pick. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're I gonna do. Picks. A creature double feature. We're gonna do uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Okay, I do like. And that. we're gonna do Shrek the Musical. First of all, oh, look at my second. Pick. Look, at, look at my second pick. <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors, which I'm excited to watch. Like, Shrek the Musical uh, keeps popping up on like my fucking Netflix feed, yeah, and the Shrek. picture of Shrek is fucking horrifying. Yep. Yeah. So Shrek is on Netflix. Uh, Little Shop of Horrors is on HBO Max, I believe. There you have it. Double you buy feature. Little Shop of Horrors at some point, too? Yes, it's in our uh, Google thing. There you go. Double feature. Uh, Called it. I got one of them, at least. Before <laughs> Little, we get... Although Little Shop of Horrors is like a top-tier movie for me. Like It's like... A, yeah, I watched it like a lot growing up. Like It was... Seymour! Yeah. <laughs> the song. Like We talked about this, I think, a couple podcasts ago, though, when... Uh, He's riding in on when Steve Martin's riding in on his motorcycle. I forget the song, but it's like probably I'll the be best dancing. song in the movie. Yeah, Wait, I'll be it's funny because I've only ever seen that movie as a kid. I didn't yeah. even know it was a musical. Oh really? That's so. Funny. I can't. I can barely remember that movie. Like I've seen it when I was very young. 
Um, before we get into the trivia movie game for the end of the show, I'm going to plug all the fucking other shit first to make, make you have to listen to it. How about that? How about that? Uh, you can find everything we do at passcontroller.io on Twitter, on Instagram, at passcontroller. You can find me at bgroom. You can find Mike at underscore MichaelPath. You can find Todd at Toddy underscore by underscore nature. You can find Dom at PTC underscore one little spark. You can support us in a bunch of different ways. You can do that by sharing us on social media, following us on social media, subscribing to the show on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. All those things very beneficial, very helpful. You can subscribe to us on Twitch. You can join our Patreon or you can buy something from our shop at pastcontroller.throwthis.com. Any of those things, all of those things, very beneficial. We appreciate any support, any help, anything you can do. Five-star review does a lot more for us than you think it does, so we appreciate it if you take some time to do any of those things for us. With all that being said, that brings us to the final aspect of this episode don't know why i said final aspect i kind of hate it uh where we play a little game because it's a movie episode we're not gonna play what's in the box we're gonna play i don't know what's in my socks guess, that, guess that movie uh hey did oh, you know we're play the... what's in the box office that's what we're gonna play got him uh trevor was ass juice and neighbors i don't know if you guys remember I... His credit's name is So if you have listened to previous PTC Movie Club episodes before and you know that we usually play this movie game at the end, we're going to play it a little bit differently this time around to kind of streamline the process. So there will not be tiered points. It will just be whoever guesses the movie gets the point, and I'm going to slowly reveal more information as the round goes on. So that way we're not hanging out uh theorizing what the movie could be the leaderboard for the year so far has dom at 49 todd creeping up at 42 and mike not too far behind at 32 bunch of guest points i got some stumps on the board but we're not here for stumps we're here for the game we're here for the dubs so without further ado movie number one i feel like the best way to do this is to open this tab and open this tab and we're gonna simply go with and I'll just, I'll, I'll pulse information in. I will take breaks and pulse information in. Uh, there are no guest limits, but, you know, don't don't just be rifling things off. This Max tw- Max two. <laughs> this 2016 rated R film Ooh. directed by Greg Tiernan and Conrad Vernon. Never heard of it, Let me pull up the box office. Let me try and put myself in 2016. I was just a yeah. That's what. That's the best way to do it. Ugh. You know. No, I was 27. This film, this rated R 2016 film, released in August 12th of 2016, with a budget of 19 million. Taking in a world worldwide gross of just over a hundred forty million. Hmm. Oh, not bad. Bad. Twenty hmm. sixteen rated R. That budget. That gross. That's like a huge audience. success in a movie. Um, yeah, that budget. I feel like that's too much money for a. 
for like a, your typical horror film, but it could still be horror thriller. No, it's definitely it horror. It's be a comedy. But I don't know if we were still pulling off twenty mil, hundred mil box. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to place myself in 2016. And 2016, like through 2018, is like an age where like I feel like we were just bartending all the time, and I just don't fucking know what was going on at that point in my life. I am going to start revealing people who appear in the film, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're big part. Does not mean that. It does not mean anything. It could mean something. It might not. It's not Scream 4 or 5 or whatever movie that was, right? Incorrect. As I, I pictured Scream because like, I was like, oh, was that the yeah. reboot that like did really well? Selma well, Hayek. West... Is it? No. Movie 43 didn't make any money, though, did it? No, it didn't even come close to making anywhere near the money. That, yeah. I'm that movie, that, yeah. It is not movie forty three. That was that was a massive failure. Um, is it, um, oh no, that wouldn't have been rated R. What were we thinking? Yeah, you can get well. Yeah. Oh my high! I feel like some high has been so. Qu- oh. Uh. Shit! I don't think this movie made that much money. Was it twenty sixteen? Clerks 2? Incorrect. Was she in Clerks 2? I don't know, but I think Clerks 2 was a bit earlier than that. Earlier than that. Paul Rudd. Okay, well, well, I was going a completely different direction, so that answers that. At least, I don't think he's in this movie. It's not the Hitman's Bodyguard, is it? Incorrect. Well, it's too... I don't know if Paul Rudd did that movie or not. Well, the 26... No, because there's another one. There's like the... Second one was yeah, but the hitman's the hitman's bodyguard's wife. No, that's that's like recent. No, but that was the other movie. Yeah, that was a sequel. We were just talking about Paul Rudd movies too. We were. Um, The soundtrack for this movie has "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go" by George Michael. As well as this it's your not... thing, performed performed by the Isley Brothers. I feel like I'm gonna like someone's gonna get this. I'm gonna be pissed off. You were gonna guess something, Mike? I wasn't gonna guess something. It was just that um, right before we started filming this episode, I think it was right before uh, Talladega Nights was on, and when I was turning it off, it was during the credits, and John C. Ryan was singing "Wake Me Up Before You Go." Is it is it Zoolander two? Incorrect. Because I was like, Zoolander 1, I was thinking that. movie did come out in 2016, though, Dom. Did it really? Yeah. I never saw Zoolander Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go was in the first one, but I didn't know if they tried to Yeah, that's why I'm like, no, I was like, that's where my brain went, but I have never saw it. Was Zoolander 2 good? i never seen it. I didn't see it. Eh. Eh. Oh, is it it, uh, Role Models? Incorrect. This movie has an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm, Okay. This movie grossed 190 what? Uh I don't know, just over 140 million with a budget uh, 19 million. million budget. Yeah. This film is the uh oh previously was the highest grossing rated R movie in this genre until it was overtaken in 2020. 
and make me do a lot of thinking. Right? (laughs) For real. It's just... Fuck, man. Summer Hike's throwing me off, because I can't think of any, like, besides Eternals, I can't think of a lot of Summer Hike movies over the last couple years. Edward Norton. uh... Edward Norton, huh? Kristen Wiig. It's one of those ensemble cast movies. Twenty sixteen. I feel like that. I feel like that budget. I mean, I feel like that uh, return is too low for Bridesmaids. I'm gonna say Bridesmaids just to get that one out. That's a good guess. That Incorrect. Was, that was uh, uh, five uh, guy's name. I think he's married to Melissa McCartney. Um. Man, you've given like big clues too. So I've given so much yeah. information. No, and, and like Edward Norton's like another guy who hasn't been doing like a shit ton of movies. Yeah. yeah, like he's been like very quiet the last couple of years. He's got, it's like, oh, and Paul Rudd really is like the outlier there. Yeah, but like he could be like a five second cameo in whatever they're talking yeah. about. Well, that's like, why I keep going like it's not Anchorman too, right? Incorrect. I keep going like. Is it a movie where they just show up for a second? Although Paul Rudd was in Anchorman. Bill Hader. It would have been. This is the end. It's an emoji movie. Guys. Incorrect. No, it's rated R. God damn it. Is this is the end? It's not it's the end, right? Uh, did someone guess, or are you just asking questions? I can't hear. I said, this is, Todd, Todd this, this is the end. Todd guessed This is the end. Incorrect. I don't think Edward Norton's in that movie, though. But, like. Uh, Dom, what did you guess? It does have a lot of guess. Dom, what was your guess? I said the emoji movie. I was oh. literally just trying to think of things that a million. Oh, is it Sausage Party? It is indeed Sausage Party. Dom gets the point. As soon as you started like thinking yeah. it out, I'm like, oh yeah, Sausage Party was a movie. Yeah. Summer Hikes and Sausage Party. That's a so. movie I really wanted to see that I never saw. It's, Wait, Edward Norton did Gangbusters. Edward Norton's in Sausage yeah. Party. What? Yeah. Summer Hikes. Apparently, that movie made more sense than Edward that. So, so. To go back to what I said before, uh, where did I read that? Where the fuck did I read that thing about the box office? Uh, I thought that movie was a failure. Was it rated R? Animated films? Yes. So Sasha's Party Gross, blah, 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 uh, against the budget of this. Highest rated grossing R-rated animated movie of all time, replacing South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut, which held the record for 17 years in Ocarina. Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters, which held the record for nine years. That was rated R. Aqua Teen? I think yeah, so. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what was the uh, wait, what was it? Yeah. Uh, until it was surpassed in 2020 by Demon Slayer Mugen Train. God damn Demon Slayer. Weird. With wait, an Demon estimated five hundred and three million. Demon Slayer, <laughs> Demon Slayer didn't make worldwide. Fucking yeah. bank. Oh, worldwide. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so there you go. Dom gets the first point. Tan- Tanjiro, whatever. Fucking what's her face? Yeah, I heard that movie wasn't funny. Wild, but it definitely yeah. felt easier than, like, it definitely felt smoother than it has in the past. Uh, it, definitely quicker, too. Definitely quicker. All right. Movie number two. I have to pivot because I will reveal later why I have to pivot this movie. Correct the musical. <laughs> Because at some point I said role models, and Brennan's like, "Well, I can't use that one anymore." No, at some point you said, "Now me, now you see me too." 
<laughs> you fucking <laughs> piece of shit. That's uh, a movie pick. Why was Now You See Me 2 on your radar? Uh, Who was in he's that? Just, that he's just, he's trying, he's trying to he's trying to pick movies that like we probably no, don't know because that's Woody Harrelson. Sexist Party is a fucking record holding movie with a million people no, I'm in not it. Dom and I have I'm definitely sorry. both seen. Now you see me too. It's just you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, movie number two. This 2016. Wait, what the fuck, man? Yeah, rated R film. What was the other movie that he said? That that definitely came out in 2016. Zoolander 2. It's not that, but that was also I had a, I'm, pick number three is pivoted. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was this... very quick with that came out in 2016, and I was like, hmm, why did <laughs> that do information that? that you should not be privy yeah. to, yeah, like yeah. audience. Mm-hmm. This 2016 rated R film has a tomato meter of 91 percent. With an audience score of seventy nine percent, so it's on a twenty four movie because those movies all have an audience score of like sixty and below. With a budget, I'm just trying to throw us off. It's a, with a budget of a cool fifty mil. Definitely this on movie no, took <laughs> in on worldwide gross of just shy of sixty three million. What was the budget again? 50? 50 million. Wait, it, 50 and 63? 62, mm-hmm. 788. And it has a tomato meter of 90? It has a tomato meter of 91. I like this movie. What, what are we dealing with here? <laughs> Rated R. Uh, I already forgot all of the other information. Rated R. It released in May. 20th, 2016. Where's my other tab? Damn, no guesses, huh? This is this is an odd one. This is this is weird enough that I feel like I should potentially know it offhand. Yeah, I feel like it won't take very much information, but yeah, it's definitely odd. 2016 rated R. Rated R. Uh, is it uh, Project X? I don't know. I don't know what that is. I, I guess I don't need. I don't need to know what it is, but it's not that movie. Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen movies. <laughs> Kim Basinger. Well, this is going to be a tough one because fucking he has barely done movies as well. And it's not a mile. <laughs> yeah, one of the Batman films. <laughs> L.A. Confidential. Okay. It's not L.A. Confidential. That's way older. Yeah, we're, we're just saying wrong movies at this point. So feel free to... I Discuss If you pick a movie that's like going on in my head that like... If, if this is a movie pick, I'm like confused at where you're getting these picks from. But 2016 films. No, I know, but this movie in general that he's picking, if it's the one I'm thinking about, I, there's no way I know the name of it. But it's like rated R. Is it Mamma Mia or Mamma Mia? Here we go again. 
Incorrect. <laughs> Those are not rated R, first of all. <laughs> are they not? No. Oh, okay. I, I'm just trying to think Those of are like family musicals. Well, I'm trying <laughs> like, to think of something that makes sense to be like highly rated, but nobody went to see. It's usually like, oh, I for, actually that throws me for a loop because I forgot about the highly rated. But usually movies like that are like like art house movies that like yeah. people fucking just don't see because and then people are like no one's ever creative anymore Kim in Basinger. Hollywood. I, no one's ever creative anymore. I know. Mm-hmm. He knows. I feel pretty confident in saying. Mm-hmm. I believe all three of you have seen this movie. Yeah, but I see a lot of things. I'm crazy like that. 2016 Michael was just watching shit left and right. He didn't get, he, you know, time was meaningless to him. He was up at 2 a.m. He was like, yeah, I'm going to finish up this movie. Kim Basinger is throwing me. I think Kim Basinger is what's throwing me off. You know what? I will, I will just say, I feel like, I feel like I know we have all at some point talked about this movie. So I'm just going to yeah. say you have all definitely seen this movie at some point. Yeah, I'm sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past me. This action comedy released in 2016. Action comedy 2016. Highly rated, terrible box office return. Maybe it had a big resurgence on streaming platforms. I'm making shit up at this point. Is it McGruber? Is it what? McGruber? McGruber should be older than that, right? One of the main actors in this film has appeared in the MCU. That means nothing, because I feel like everyone has at this point. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> people are just walking by like a Hollywood studio lot and like, hey, you want to be in an MCU movie? And they're like, oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, my sorry, my hints aren't good enough. Action comedy. Like saying that, I mean, granted, like who's popping up on She-Hulk right now? Fucking. Wait, I'm glad you brought up. This is an award. Actually, I don't know if it's an award. This is a movie that has a very nice critic, critically acclaimed film. Wait, and one of the lead actors in the film is in the MCU. I would argue that. I would argue that means that they're not just like fucking popping in, going, "Hey, I'm on fucking, I'm making an appearance in Moon Knight." Like I, I would, I would feel maybe that's not the case. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's Oscar Ethan Isaac, Hawk. Ethan Hawke. He was the he was the villain of that series. I would argue that's not just popping in to say hello. Who's making cameos of small stature? David Otunga. Shane Chi guy was in She Hulk. Oh yeah, Bill Murray. There you go. The Shang-Chi guy was playing Switch and She-Hulk. Did you guys notice that that was him playing Switch when they were at the wedding? No. Like Simi oh, Liu you're talking about? Yeah, it's, it's him. It's, he's playing... Okay, well, name a Simi Liu movie that isn't Shang-Chi. Uh, <laughs> Shang-Chi, um, She-Hulk. Um... Anyways, this movie, this movie was... has Is... won nine awards and has 34 nominations. Oscar? No. So like blockbuster awards and shit. I mean, Todd, it has a fucking high critic score. It's fine, it doesn't matter. Hey, but is, no, I don't see Oscars say, on it. Did there. you say action comedy? I did. It's not the other guys, is it? Incorrect. That is a good movie, though. Has everyone seen that movie? Yeah. 
other guys? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, granted, it would have been like on television, but have you never seen it, Tom? The other guys was which one? Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. And... And... I've seen it. Yeah, I like that movie. That's a good movie. I think it's one of I, I think it's like one of Will Ferrell's best movies. Yeah, I, was 100%. Say I think it's I think it's one of his best movies. I don't know if it still holds up. I haven't watched it in a long time. It does. I remember, I remember liking that movie a lot. I watched it more than once. Wait, what was the reasoning for 2016 movies? Was there a reason behind your picks? No, that would have. I don't know. Who says that's the, who, who says that's the through line? Who says there is? I don't know. Through line? I'm, I'm not saying it's a through line, but I'm pretty sure when I was like looking up fundamentals of caring to like double check something. That was 2018. Oh, it's 26. The, I thought so. One of the main actors that also appears in the MCU um, has 37 award wins and 84 nominations, including three Academy Award. I'm sorry, one Academy Award and two nom- three nom. Well, I guess three nominations and one win. So they've won one out of their three nominations. Who is the actor that you said was in this movie? Why would I tell Did you, you that? Wait, oh, Kim Basinger. Oh, Kim, okay. Kim Basinger. Is it the other guys? Tom literally no, just sorry, fucking... Wait, sorry, no. I said that. I meant uh, the nice guys. It is indeed the nice guys. Okay. I can't remember her in that movie, though. Like, I don't remember. Because when you said the Oscars, I'm like, oh, it's Russell Crowe. Like, that's immediately what... Is that who you were talking about? Yeah. I mean, yeah. but also there are other Oscar-winning... No, I know. Oh, wait, are you about, are you about, like, were you talking about Russell Crowe showing up as Zeus briefly in... Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, I never said that he was a. I never said that okay. he was a big role. You said he was okay. a mainstay. So, so, but but my my initial point Mike's, of like someone yeah, just Mike's popping thing up is that he could just pop up. Yeah, pop but up. but I would argue that the the hint with Thor four is that those characters are definitely coming back. Spoilers. I mean, yeah, maybe, but I don't see him being much bigger than he was in this movie. Where That's fine. I, again, I also character. never said that he had a big role. I just said that he was in yeah, the no, MCU. No, no. You said he carried the MCU on his back. I mean, what, what, yeah. if that's not a big role, I don't know. You called him literally the Atlas of the MCU. <laughs> uh, all right, Todd, Todd gets the point. Let me pull up the third movie that I have to change. What is Kim Basinger? Like Kim Basinger, it makes sense that she's in that movie because of the time period. But like, I don't remember who she is in that movie. Is it the mom? Is it like Russell Crowe? Is it? Who the fuck is she in that? Uh, for movie number three, we are gonna change this because you fucking pieces of shit. Because we're too good. I wouldn't know about. I wouldn't say too points for guessing the movie before you even picked the movie. Listen, Mike, it's it's fucking Tomodachi life all over again. Mm. No, if I pick that, no one's gonna get it. I can't pick that movie. Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing here, guys? I'm not trying to get the stumps, you know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry you couldn't get fucking Paul Blart, you fucking <laughs> clown. That is not on me. Oh dear, no, 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 we're not doing that. Wait, she was the bad guy in the nice guys, right? Wasn't she Kim Basinger? Was she like the bad guy? 
Was she the the like not the district attorney, but like someone in? Yes, the... she was. No, like that. Yes, that's what she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever that role was that she was in. I don't. I don't even know if I can remember. She was the girl's the... mother, right? No, I thought that was the case. Oh, maybe she was. I don't think so, though. No, because that was. I don't fucking know. That was Ryan Gosling's daughter in it, wasn't it? No, 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 no. She was like the the murder. Well, who ends up being the murder? Protect, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. All right. Movie number three is locked in. I think. Hey, you know, take your time. Here we go. This is the one. All right. This 2005 PG-13 movie. To pull up the Rotten Tomatoes and I closed it. 2005 is good because I can remember a lot of the shit I did in 2005. I, I don't know. It's like because it's directly after college, so I like uh, I remember like it's like a time period where like I feel like I remember a lot of movies from that time. So this 2005 PG-13 film, which sits at just over two hours, has an 82 percent on Rotten Tomatoes and a 90 percent audience score. Did you say PG-13? Yes. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Incorrect. Yeah, you probably... Oh, the two towers. Incorrect. Fellowship of the Ring. This movie that. has a budget of $28 million. <laughs> That's what I was thinking for one of my picks. <laughs> and walked home with a worldwide gross of just shy... We're just going to call it $187 million. Okay. $2,807? $2,887. PG thirteen, two hour, just over two hours. Mm-hmm. What was the year again? Two thousand five. You said two thousand five. Is it Austin Powers Gold Member? Incorrect. I was. That was literally going to be my next pick. <laughs> no lie. <laughs> I think our brains work the same on this game. Look, all the awesome powers came up before I was. Is it Spider Man 2? Incorrect. It's fucking I guess the. I mean, that, was, no, I think Spider Man 2 made way more money than that, though. Well, it also probably would have cost more than that. Yeah, oh, yeah, actually, yeah. That too. One of the lead actors in this film has 189 award nominations and 70 wins. Adam Sandler. I feel like it has to be an Adam Sandler movie, too. That's the thing. Yeah, he got a bunch of nominations for Razzies, and he got them all. No, but like he always gets like those people in the yeah. movies. Though, like He gets like he, fucking Al Pacino and shit. He swept the Razzies the year Jack and Jill came out. Is it Jack and Jill? No. Oh, because I was just going to say that. I was, like, I, was gonna be, I was thinking of Al Pacino. Hold on. Like, Todd's like, oh, it's, I can name drop Jack and Jill, but what's Paul Blart? Get the fuck out of here. 
No, because I know Al Pacino's in that movie. That's the only reason I know anything about Jack right. Hill. Why Al would Pacino, he be in that? Out of here. I remember I was like, why would he be in that movie? Like, why would he do that to himself? He played the this, love interest. <laughs> this movie has 48 no- award nominations and has won 45 of them. It's a lot of Razzies. Made $189 million, so it's uh, clearly successful. Including oh. three Oscars. Oscar, so now you're three Oscar W's. I'm sorry, did you say two, Titanic too? And two other Oscar nominations. PG 13, and it was an Oscar winner. Oof, that's like very, I feel like that's rare. I don't know enough to refute that, but I feel like it's wrong. Todd just really thinks that if it doesn't have listen, b- listen, guns, go back, blow go back me up, that, shoot go, me up, fucking swear, 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 it's not good. Actor like. and actress over the last like five years, and tell me if any of those movies were PG thirteen. I just said Titanic. That was a PG rated film. No one that didn't win any Oscars. No, I think it was like PG thirteen. That was the first time I saw boobies on TV. Oh, no, on movies. That's not true. I think I saw them in Hackers. I had to think about that. What was I seeing Hackers in nineteen ninety five? One of Hackers the other is, lead. Yeah, Lead actors. Who was the first I guess lead actors, huh? Who was the first actor you said? They I never said have it a lot of awards. Oh. 180 oh, nominations. Awards. Okay. Yeah, yeah, One yeah. of right. the other lead roles in the film has 121 award nominations and has won 57 of them, including two Oscar. One win and one nominee. I don't, what Make are you supposed parents. to say? Meet the parents. What do you, how meet are you supposed to say that? If they have the one one, it is not meet the parents. It is not is meet, meet the, the parents. Is it, <laughs> is it little talkers? No. <laughs> meet the parents. Really want this to be Al Pacino, huh? I want to say meet the parents was like 2001 no, or 2002. Is it X3? No. X3 would not get that many things. It would also cost more. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that it won nominations yeah, yeah. i was it, just thinking it, that between mckellen and stewart there was probably a lot of nomination uh, nominations damn 2004 2004 2005 2005 2005 give us an actor come on i've given you some heavy stats on two of the main people in the film. Yeah, but like that's awards mean nothing though because like there's plenty of people who've won right, plenty Tom of wants an extra, he's getting one. Shooter Jennings. Who? Shane Gavin? Oh, Happy Gilmore. Clay Stakely. Who? Jonathan Wait. Rice. Jonathan Rice sounds familiar. Jonathan Rice does sound familiar. has to go to the bottom of the barrel because he's like, listen, if I, if I even say that this fucking star's Ewan McGregor, I'm fucked. <laughs> 2005 would have been uh, Revenge of the Sith, but I don't think it would have gotten... I, I think it would cost more, would have made more. Yeah, but that, both, both of what you said. Jennifer Goodwin. Oh, she was she's uh, Snow actress. White in... She's she's the Snow White in the... Um, TV show? On a time show, yeah. Hmm... But I, I only know she's in that in some new show on um on Paramount Plus. I don't actually know her filmography in any capacity. Is it is it um he's just not that into you? 
Are these it's movies? Fucking... Could they actually be Oscar as many awards tied to them oh, as you guys no, are saying? I, I keep forgetting movie. about that's, that clue, that's honestly. That's it's just an ensemble movie, cast, so I figure there's a lot that, of. Is that Jay Baruchel? Like that? Is that Jay like Baruchel, movie? yeah. Dude, that movie's like so underrated. It's yeah. so fucking good. There's it a really lot of people is. in it. Here's yes, some film trivia about this movie. Co-writer and director James Mangold said that. The oh, two angles that must mean like it's uh oh never mind sorry i was thinking about something else go on <laughs> writer and director james mangold said that the two leads developed a very codependent relationship during filming according to him after the filming wrapped this lead admitted that he and the other lead had relied on each other so much that they made a secret pact. The deal was that if one of them left or dropped out, the other would leave the film as well. Is it so called? Is it, uh, no. Did you both just Sky? say that? No. It was neither of those. James Mangold, director of Logan. Yeah, did not, X3? You already said that it is not. Three is not no, I said X2. again. Three is not getting no. This game had this game. Hey, this this movie has Oscar wins attached movie? to it. Yeah, no, I can't. I don't. This movie? Huh? Is it the Cider House Rules? No. Oh, yeah, that's the movie I was trying to think of. X three getting no. What is wrong with you? He said awards. Oh no, he did say Oscars, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> it has other awards, but yes, it does have Oscar nominations and wins tied to it. To this film, not, right? Not to the I, actors. To to both all three, okay. the film and the two actors I talked about have Oscar noms and wins among many other awards and nominations. Give a big give, give us a big actor so we can get this. I can't. Oh, you can't? No. It's really that obvious. Yes. It stars John Wilkes Booth. Oh, of course. What about the director? Does that give it away too? Or is it James I Mangold? I literally just told you the director. James Mangold. <laughs> it was James Mangold. Oh, I thought you said he was a writer. I didn't think it was a writer and director. Yes. Um... There is another writer, but I don't think that will help anybody. Kiva Goldman. PG 13. Yeah, I don't think if I give you literally any other actor or actors in this movie that it would help. And I am not it, giving you it, either of the. You said it would or would help. It would not help. Just give yeah. us all right. Then just start listening. <laughs> I already did. I Jennifer I Goodwin. I, I listed, listed the third no, one. Like Jennifer Goodwin. Give us a, give Who us else? a second billing. Give us give us. The I cannot give you the two. Leads. You don't have to give us the two. Not give both. us give us the fourth. Robert Patrick. Okay. That's a Do good you want me to keep going? Give me give me a second. Let me think about it. Wait, do you know this who I'm talking? About? Oh wait, yeah, yeah. he's in. He's, we literally he's just talking about Yeah, yeah, that's what There's your through line. PG thirteen though. Fuck, it's not Copland. Um, Alice right. Roberts, Dan John Miller, Larry Bigby, Bagby. Sorry. Shelby Lynn. Uh, this one I feel like I can't read because I think this is, is it walk the line? The plot of the film. Walk the it line is indeed walk the line. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> wow, that, I was not expecting you to pick a movie like that, but <laughs> it's fucking random. Uh, the through line. Why did is, I think? What just made uh, me think of walk the line? Though? I like, walk I the line. 
don't know why I walked the line popped into my I'm head. Fucking googling shit. He's cheating. That oh. ends. Look bleak. at my camera. Look at my computer. That's my computer. Well, right Tom now. at fifty. Todd at forty-four. Mike at thirty-two. Uh, thank you all so much for listening, hanging out. Make sure you watch the little shop of horrors. Uh, the through line initially was just going to be because the movie we watched is a you know comedy. It was going to be 2016 comedies. But then when we had named a bunch of 2016 comedies, I was like, no, 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 we're we're moving away from this. So I went from. He was like, they're too good at this game. Yeah, they're too good. They're already they're guessing them before the fucking game starts. I feel like if you named one of the lead actors, we probably still wouldn't have gotten it right away. I think if you if named I both said of them. Joaquin Phoenix, you wouldn't have gotten there quicker. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know. I probably would have. I would have. I would have. Like, I, like, I feel like you definitely would have got it if I said Reese Witherspoon. I wouldn't have got it if you said Reese. Witherspoon. It wouldn't have I, If you said Reese, if you said Reese Witherspoon, I would have. Wouldn't have probably got it. Maybe Joaquin Phoenix. Well, you guys, can you think of other Reese Witherspoon roles that you would even think? Would I did not know she was in the movie. Uh, Fear. Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. Oscar. Oscar. Mm. Oscar film. Oscar film. It's not legally. Um, uh, what if I, if I said Tyler Hilton? Would that have given anything away to anyone? No. Nope. He plays Elvis in the movie. I don't know if it's like a notable thing. I, I've cool. seen, yeah, I've seen mean, the movie before. Know. It was a long time ago. Yeah. So really long time ago. He played Elvis in films, and I probably would have seen him play him in that movie, but that name did not stick. Um. But there was a way that I got to uh, comedy to 2016 comedy, but then I had to pivot because I didn't want to do another one because I feel like we're just talking about too much 2016 movies. Walk hard? No, I went, I went Russell, I went Russell Crowe. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix was in Gladiator with Russell exactly, Crowe. Therefore. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's how I got there. That's what it was. Anyways. Thank you all so much for listening, watching, hanging out. Follow us. Leave us a review. Do all Copeland those things. Copland was also James, James Mangold, by the way. Wait, uh, Copland was? Was it really? Copland. It's a fucking I, amazing movie. I initially didn't say director because because this is like a biopic sort of or a bio, biography or whatever the fuck it's considered. I didn't know if that director typically does that. So then when I did say James Mangold and Mike was like, oh, it's him. I was like, fuck, did I just give it away too easy? I didn't know if like he did specific movies or something. So I And did you that. know that Copland is where we always quote that? I gave you a chance and you blew it. Mr. De Niro. I have no idea. Sure, I guess. I mean, I believe you. But anyways, thank you all so much. Until next time.